Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, friends. It's Vin Scully. It's time for Dr. Clapper. In sports, there's winning and losing and getting injured. That's why there's Dr. Clapper. Dr. Clapper is the former head of orthopedic surgery at Cedar sinai The Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper, presented by Cedar sinai Hey, Dr. Clapper. How are you? Saturday mornings from 7 to 9. Silence is golden when you can't think of a good answer. <laughs> yes, Doc, I love your show. Now, here he is, Dr. Robert Clapper. Good morning, Los Angeles, and welcome to another edition of the Weekend Warrior Show. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Clapper. I'm an orthopedic surgeon at Cedar sinai for 33 years and counting. 16,000 surgeries and counting. What a week I had in the operating room this week. It was fantastic. Can you imagine? 10 hours standing on your feet, working in a tiny little wound that's three inches big for 10 hours? looking at the arteries, the nerves, and rebuilding something God made. Whether you believe in God or not, that's up to you. But something else made our bodies. wasn't made by man like a car, your computer, this radio microphone. Nope, something else made the body. And to be able to be a surgeon for so many years is truly a privilege that I take very seriously. Couldn't wait to get up this morning to talk to you guys like we've done for 12 years. I think it's well over 500 shows. Can you imagine? And I get excited each and every Saturday, Friday night. I can't even sleep. But speaking of Friday nights, how great was that game last night? The baby Lakers, Larry Nance Jr. playing above the rim. And Brandon Ingram becoming what we always thought he would be. It was almost like a mini Laker win, having the baby Lakers win last night. So proud of them. And we won't even say a thing about the Clippers, because this is the Laker channel. You can hear the Kobe Bryant promoting the Weekend Warriors show when Will Orms plays it. So much fun. Today's show, I'm so excited for. Because at 8.15, my guest, Dr. Paula Bernstein, for many years, was an OBGYN doctor at Cedars-Sinai. Decades. And she finally retired. But instead of just putting her feet up, she decided she's going to now take all of that education, experience in how the body works in the world of medicine and specifically OBGYN, her field, and start using that information to write mystery novels. That's right. She's a writer now of detective stories. Hannah Klein is the detective who, by the way, is an OBGYN, just like she was. It's fascinating. And it made me think all week. What is it about medicine and surgery 
that makes it so ripe and so fertile as a place to derive stories. When you think about it, if you got a cough, your doctor has to be a detective. Do you just have allergies? What do you have, God forbid, pneumonia? And what about cancer? There's so many things that present as a cough. How about back pain? I won't mention the guy's name, but in the days when I used to have to do medical records, discharge summary, I used to have to go to the medical records department at Cedar sinai One day I sat next to a very prominent infectious disease, internal medicine, one of the smartest people I know. Sits down next to me and you're, you're in this little cubby. And he says to me, Robbie, my back is killing me. You know, I'm, I'm minding my own business. What do you mean your back is killing you? Know, he sits down next to me. And he starts describing how long it's going on. It's not getting better. I said to him, you know, Forget about just getting an x-ray. From what you've described to me, you got to get an MRI and don't fool around. He's a doctor. Doctors nef- never listen to other doctors. They're the worst patients. I grabbed him by the throat and I said, you're going to go get an MRI, right? You're going to listen to me, right? Okay, Robbie. Okay, I'm going to listen. Don't complain to me if you're not going to listen to me. Just like the weekend warrior callers. The number, by the way, is 877-710-ESPN. If you're going to call here for advice, you better listen to me. I grabbed him by the collar and I said, you're going to go get an MRI? He did. To this day, every time I see him, he he like wants to kiss me. You know why? Because they did an MRI and it wasn't his disc or the usual age-related changes of spurs and stenosis that you would get in your spine that causes back pain. No. They did an MRI and guess what they found? An incidental finding. He had a tumor. He had a cancer in his adrenal gland, sitting on top of his kidney, that they could just see on the edge of the MRI looking at his back. He went to surgery. They took the cancer out, and he's still here. If he hadn't sat next to me and complained about back pain, and I didn't make him get an MRI, something in what he told me inspired me to tell him, you need to go do this now. This doesn't sound right to me probably because it wasn't radiating down his leg like typical sciatica. But yeah, kidney function can cause back pain. And if you got a tumor sitting on top of your kidney, get ready. You're going to have some back pain. That's medicine, surgery. It's fertile territory for mysteries, detective stories. So I started to think all week. This whole idea of medicine and surgery being fertile being fertile for storytelling and creativity and mystery writing where it in sports do we see it well guess what each and every saturday guess what you get to hear that fertility in those grounds of knowledge that i have in medicine is clapper vision clapper vision is surgery, and art. And you can actually get it, like Paula Bernstein does, as a doctor who then goes into storytelling. You know who did it first? Michael Crichton, the Andromeda strain. Remember the movie Jurassic Park? It made a billion dollars. But he went to medical school and realized, you know what? I don't want to be a doctor. I just want to use all this information 
to make stories with Steven Spielberg. They made the TV show ER, which I was a technical advisor for. He did Jurassic Park and so many other stories from being a doctor who never practiced medicine. But here's the interesting thing. There was also a TV show called Quincy. Jack Klugman played a forensic pathologist and a cop at the same time. But it was Jack Klugman's brother who was a patient with bone cancer who became the biggest writer for his brother's TV show. So you can appreciate the fertility of medicine for storytelling as a patient. You don't have to be a doctor to see it. And we're going to get into it today in just a couple of minutes. And let's not forget to talk about food. Oh, my God. When it's hot and it's the summer in New York where I'm from, you can tell how I speak, right? Forget about it. Get out of here. I'm a New Yorker. You know what lunch is to a New Yorker? It's standing up, eating a slice of pizza. My mouth is watering already. Drinking a Coca-Cola. But when you're done and it's hot, it's 90 degrees and the humidity, not like out here where there's no humidity, you're schwitzing. You know what you chase that slice of pizza with and a Coke in New York? With a paper Dixie cup. Credit to my good friend Robert Grossman for telling me about this place. You chase a slice of pizza and a Coke, and when it's hot, with something called Italian ices. They scoop it up, they put it in this white little cup, and you eat it. It's the greatest thing you're ever going to have in your mouth. But I live in L.A. I don't live in Brooklyn or Queens or New York, Manhattan anymore. Where the hell am I going to get Italian ices? Talk about creativity. You can have chocolate Italian, Italian ices with a scoop of pistachio. Trust me. You think peanut butter and jelly is great? You think sugar and cinnamon is great? Try having pistachio and chocolate together. Blow your mind. They were meant for each other. And this place has it. And I'm going to tell you, believe it or not, thank God you can get a ta- New York Italian ices now here in L.A. And I'm going to tell you where to get it. If you go on Twitter... At Dr. Robert Clapper, you'll see a picture of this stuff. But you also will see the name of the place. For those of you not on Twitter, you'll just have to wait for me to tell you where to go. And Clapper Vision will do our segment with Will Orms, Zion Williamson, and Luka Doncic. They got some serious orthopedic injuries we got to talk about. But before we end this segment, I want you to hear Jack Klugman from Quincy. Here's a scene from Quincy, and listen to how you're using the knowledge of medicine to help solve a crime. The angle that the bullet went into the femur, the thigh bone, could only occur if you were in a fight and it was in self-defense. The angle of the bullet. This is this is the MS. This is true. This is how these guys work. Listen to this scene. Save your neck. Of course, I'm trying to save my neck, and I'm trying to save yours, too. You'll kill me, it'll be life in jail for you. It is already. No, that's what I'm trying to tell you. The statute of limitations ran out on the burglary a long time ago. Hey, how about Charlie? Doesn't run out on murder. Well, it was self-defense, wasn't it? How'd you know about that? From the angle of the bullet wound on the thigh bone. You see, it was straight down. 
straight downward. It would have been impossible for anybody else to inflict that wound. I figured you and Trout were struggling for the gun while he held it. That's right, the angle of the bullet wound. But Quincy was an amazing show because of the writers. But listen to the sound bites of Jack Klugman, the star, bringing his brother out because he's a bone cancer patient. This is just too good to be true. Listen to this story. I had a funny thing. I had a brother. One of my brothers had cancer. And he was living in Philadelphia and it was bone cancer. And it was, I went to see him and it was icy and snow. And I said, Pete, you can't stay here. Why is it? You fall down in the snow. You break a bone, you're dead, for God's sake. Come out to California live with me. Well, I do. We'll find something. Come on. We'll find something. Listen to what they found. They found the brother was the most fertile source of stories because of medicine. But not because he was a doctor, because he was a patient. So I came out to California, got him a little apartment, and he came to work for me. So he was there about a week, and he said, uh, listen, I got an idea for a Quincy show. I said, Pete, he was, a, he was an insurance man, a pain cell. Pete, take the 600 a week. Enjoy it with your wife. Come on, you don't know anything about the business. No, I want to participate. He said, I said, Pete, you don't know anything about it. Look at this idea, he said. I looked at I showed him almost wrong. They said, all right, I'll, I'll do the research. Look at what a good brother Jack Klugman was to his brother Pete, a paint salesman who has bone cancer. Come live with me. The kid got, uh, the, the brother got ants in his pants. He couldn't stand around for a week already. He wants to start writing shows for his brother. Came back about two weeks later with this show, which turned out to be the show that had legislation about orphan diseases. This guy who had never, ever been near show business in any form. We did 17 of his ideas. That was 17 of the best shows we ever did. It shows you can live your life being something you're not. He said, he put up a picture of five kids, handicapped kids on horses, equestrian farm. He said, there's a show, it's being closed, this place. Look at the faces, how happy they are. Five handicapped kids so happy and it's gonna be taken away from them. There's a show there. So he went down and he did the research. There was always, that was the kind of shows we did. Paid before congressional committees. And I had, we had legislation passed that was introduced that we enforced to two shows on the often drug disease. The bill and it was passed. I mean, that's what you call something worthwhile. Something worthwhile, Jack Klugman. That's right. Your brother Pete, he learned about the fertility of the creative grounds of medicine and surgery by being a patient. And you got to help the world with your show. Wait till you hear the story about Jurassic Park and the guy who wrote it, who went to medical school, Michael Crichton, but never practiced a day of medicine as a doctor. But he used that fertile ground to create some of the greatest TV shows and movies of all time. We'll get into that. The number is 877-710-ESPN, and I'll take your calls. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. What's going on? It's Max. You know there's no better way to start your Saturday morning 
than with my friend Dr. Clapper and the Weekend Warrior Show. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. Roberto Clapperio, a fish tacologist. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. I know the ins and outs of a fish taco. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. Sarah McLaughlin. You know what? I think I'll take a left turn today. The lines are all lit up, and I feel bad that maybe I should open the clinic earlier. So we could do Michael Crichton a little bit later. Let's do that. So, Will, who do we go to first? Who do you want to take first? Let's go to Jordan first. Jordan, you're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Dr. Clapper, how you doing? I'm doing good. How young are you? What do you do for a living? I'm 45, and I run a logistics transportation company. And you listen to the Weekend Warriors show? I li- I'm a big fan, man. First-time caller and listening to your uh Beautiful radio voice you got there. Oh, thank you. Listen, uh, what's your favorite story you're listening all these years? You know what? Um, I I love the stories of how you're helping these guys uh, with the shoulder. I have a bad shoulder, and I listened one time, and it was a shoulder impingement story. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, it it really kind of guided me in the right direction, but the reason I'm calling today is... um, I don't think I have a shoulder impingement, but I tried some physical therapy to help the shoulder impingement. Yes. And it, it, it's getting there, but I feel like I wanted to call you because what's happening is in that ball and socket joint, it's kind of like it pops. Mm. It like pops out, but it doesn't do it all the time. Right. So here's, you ready for a clapper vision? Yes. Your hip joint is a ball and socket joint where the golf ball of the femoral head, the ball, is inside a deep, bony socket. It's like sticking the golf ball inside the coffee cup. That's the ball and socket joint of your hip joint. The shoulder joint is also a ball and socket joint. But here the golf ball is actually sitting on the little dish. We used to call them the Catskills in a monkey dish. That's what the coffee cup, the flat saucer that the coffee cup sits in it's very shallow so to keep and that's what allows your shoulder to move 180 degrees the most mobile joint in our body is the shoulder joint because the socket is so shallow so what keeps the ball if the ball is on a golf tee for example what keeps the ball from falling off the golf tee or falling off the saucer well, there is a rubber rim, same material your ear, your nose, your meniscus is made of, called the labrum, and it wraps around like a rubber washer, a gasket, all around the saucer, and it keeps the ball from falling over. We call that the labrum. It's intimately attached to what's known as the capsule, all right? Well, there are patients, and it sounds like you're one of them, where you didn't actually uh, remember Kelly Olenek who ripped uh, Kevin Love's shoulder out of the socket? We saw it on the TV in the game. Yes. He yes. dislocated. Yes. He literally, the ball came off the socket. The ball, the golf ball fell off the golf tee in front of us. And that's because yeah. that rubber O-ring around it ripped. And, you know, we take you to surgery and we put it back on with, thanks to the great Neil Elitrosh, who invented suture anchors that we get to use, push locks. And uh, we do it all yeah. the time. But there is an entity where the golf ball isn't Kelly Olenek falling off 
completely dislocating, but partially yeah. dislocating. And in Latin, lux, L-U-X, is the word for dislocating. So if it's not 100%, it's partially 100%. We call that sub-100. So it's sublux. That's the term, the medical term we use for someone like you who feels it being unstable, works with physical therapy to make your muscles stronger to hold it in place. But if fundamentally yeah. you stretched out the labrum or the capsule, you're going to still feel that subluxation. I would still stay the course with the okay. physical therapy, stay away from surgery if you can, but yeah. but there needs to be a line in the sand that you come up with, you and your surgeon, to say, listen, if it's not getting better by June 1st or whatever, I try to throw a ball to my son or daughter, and it feels like it's going out, then you can say, all right, I gave it time to heal, I went to physical therapy, I'm not letting the yahoos give me shots of cortisone, stem cells, PRP, no monkey business, no injections, into be yeah. holistic. But if you're, yeah. Shakespeare said it best, to thine own self be true. If June 1st comes, and that's the line in the sand that you came up with, and it doesn't feel like the other shoulder, then you need to have it tightened up. And it's a very successful and elegant operation to tighten the capsule and to work on your labrum. So that's my advice to you. You can come see me if you want. I'm not here to solicit patients. We have a terrific shoulder surgeon at Cedars named Michael Stone. So there's a couple of names for you, myself. But mostly I would say go to Michael Stone. That's all he does is shoulders. I do a lot of shoulder surgery. But you can yeah. And you can go to the person you're going to. I, I have no reason to take you away from them. But make have, a line in the sand. Yeah, I, yeah. I haven't gone to anybody. You're the first person I'm actually talking to. And the frustrating part, Dr. Clapper, is I work out all the time, and then all of a sudden one day I felt like I slept on it wrong. That's right. Okay. Well, you need to get yeah, an MRI, and you don't need you don't need okay. dye injected into your shoulder, in my opinion. It's it's painful, okay. and I think unnecessary. But you make this okay. this broken medical system that we live with. You tell them you got yeah. a second opinion from who? From Dr. Clapper. Yeah. You tell him, Dr. Clapper said, yeah. I need an MRI. I don't want just an X-ray. I need to get an MRI. Yeah. And if you get the MRI, then you have my pleasure permission. You can call and Will will put you at the front of the line. And you get the MRI in front of you. Read it, and I'll translate it for you with some Clapper vision. Perfect. Now, is there an exercise I can do for this instead of a shoulder impingement? Uh, yes, yes. And that's where you need a good physical therapist. Where do you live? I live in Claremont. I don't even know where that is, but I, let me guess. You get it's, on the 10 and you go east, okay? That's probably what happens. Yeah, yeah thank yeah, you. It's about 30 minutes east of L.A. Well, yeah. you'll need to find someone good in Claremont, a physical therapist, and uh, okay. you know, someone who's not going to just put a hot pack on your shoulder and say you're getting therapy, but someone who really is passionate about what they do, You know, do the Google, see what the reviews are like, if they really care and take care of their patients. You absolutely, but you need an MRI. I don't, I don't want you. This is the broken system. They're not going to let you yeah. get an MRI unless you fail physical therapy. How ass backwards is yeah. that? You need a diagnosis yeah. before you treat somebody. So you need an MRI. Yeah. And listen, don't be such a nice guy from L.A. I need you to be a tough New Yorker. You need to be from Brooklyn. Okay. And you need to go there yeah. and go, hey, who do I got to talk to? Who's the supervisor? 
I need my damn MRI. And that's what you got to do. All right? Yeah. Yes, they do push back. That's they right. Now, back. listen, you're a total stranger. Look what I'm doing for you. I want you to find a total stranger today. You do something nice for them. That's how you'll be thanking me. I will. I right. will, definitely. All right. God bless definitely, you. Definitely, man. Okay. Keep doing the good the good deeds. Pay it forward. All right, Will, you want to do another one? Let's take another I'm on a roll here. All right, let's go to Kelly with an ankle injury. Kelly, you're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Hey, Dr. Clapper. I'm 62 years old. And I was actually raised by my grandmother. Really? Where? Inglewood, California. I was so lucky to have the full run of the forum in the Jack Kent Cook days. Wow. All those photos along uh, in the forum club were taken by my best friend Jeff Johnson's dad. Wow. Well, I got the chance to go to that forum club because I was a fellow with Dr. Curlin and Dr. Job when they were both still alive in 1988. And I well, used to get the earlier days, from them. All oh, the man, people. I used to go in there, and you'd see Dr. Buss there, and I'm going, is he a doctor? Well, he is a doctor, but he ain't a medical doctor. <laughs> <laughs> That's, but he's hey, the he greatest great, owner in the history of, as Max Kellerman says, my good friend, he's the greatest owner in the history of sports in America, Dr. Jerry Buss. And that winning time uh, HBO special is just awesome. He's just that that actor who's playing him is just doing a great job of telling the story. Yeah, the forum club was great. All right, what you do to yourself? How can I help you? So my ankle, both ankles, uh, I know it's orthococcoritis, and that's why I'm calling in. Uh, Orthococcoritis, that's exactly what you are. And I get all these patients who come ultimately they get an appointment with me. They live in San Diego. So wherever they listen to the show, they come like, you know, Dr. Clapper, I went to my doctor in, in Orange County, and I said, I have altococcoritis. And he said, what, what, what is that kind of diagnosis? Only at Cedars-Sinai would give you a diagnosis of altococcoritis. <laughs> well, the left ankle, uh, the instep, it hurts like someone just stomped on it. And my right ankle, the heel, it freezes up. And I do a lot of skateboarding and surfing. And so the heel freezes up. It feels like it wants to click out, but it doesn't click out. It just it's stiff. Hmm. So here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm assuming your passion for the forum, the being 62 years old, probably those two pieces of information you've given me. When I connect the dots, you got to tell me that playing basketball was a big part of your life. Correct? Well, I've done all sports. But once I found surfing and skateboarding, uh, all right. the other sports were out. And how tall are you and how much do you weigh? Uh, 5'10 and right about 208. Yeah, okay. So you are putting – we take a million steps a year as a human being. Can you imagine? Like they, In General Motors, they test the door that it won't fall off the car. They have a machine that opens and closes the door. They get excited because it's they do it 5,000 times. You take a million steps a year, 62. Your door of your car opened and closed 62 million times. It's a wonder that your foot didn't fall off your kneecap. I mean, right? That's alticocoritis. Right. That's yeah. what's going on in your here, the subtalar joint. You should have this looked at, not for injections, not for surgery, not what kind of insert should I wear, orthotics. Before you get ahead of yourself of treatment, 
What the hell is the diagnosis? Can an x-ray, can a CAT scan, can an MRI, a physical exam? You need someone terrific to take a look at your foot and ankle. You really do. And at Cedars, we have some great guys. The guy that I think would be fantastic for you, his name is Timothy Charlton. He's a professor. He's amazing. I see him every week on Fridays. That's one of the days he works which is one of the days I work, and I so enjoy talking to him about Zion Williamson and about Luka Doncic. He's a foot and ankle maven, and you well, and he, I could tell already, would get along beautifully together. He's got a beautiful bedside manner, and you need a diagnosis so that you can no answer what's up. But no soaking or cream's going to help, right? I don't want to tell you what to do. Because I don't know the diet. You could have cancer in your foot, which I'm sure you don't have, but I don't know. Nobody, no no one's allowed to be a big shot. No one has x-ray vision. I have clapper vision, but you know, yeah. nobody has x-ray You Listen, you worked hard your whole life. You owe yourself a visit with Dr. Tim Charlton, foot and ankle at Cedars-Sinai, and then you'll know what's going on. And if you okay. have any doubts afterwards... Then you'll call me, and I'll explain it with some clapper vision, all right? Well, thanks, Robbie. Sorry about your Lakers. Yeah. LeBron. Just... Uh, listen, let me tell you, last night's Clipper loss was as good as a Laker <laughs> win. So you don't have to console me, but thanks, thanks for that. All right, buddy. Have a good day. God bless you. All right. You. Keep surfing. Thank you, young man. All right, Warriors. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, yep. We'll come back with Will's uh, segment where there's a will, there's a way. Let's do some clap revision with the Warriors, not just the weekend Warriors. And hang on the line. I promise to get you guys before the show's over. The number is 877-710-ESPN. This is Keyshawn in the morning. My man, Dr. Clapper, and the Weekend Warrior Show starts your Saturday morning. Join the doc from 7 to 9 a.m. But don't miss my show, Monday morning on 710 ESPN. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. Soon to be a major motion picture. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Without a good hip, you ain't hopping, that's for sure. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. That's Duran Duran. Why is Will Arms playing Duran Duran of You to a Kill? Because at 8.15, I'm so excited. My guest is Dr. Paula Bernstein. An OBGYN doctor for many years at Cedars who retired and is now writing detective mysteries. Mysteries, detective, a view to a kill. What a great connection. Good job, Will. All right, let's do this segment. The callers have lined up. Hang on the line. We'll do some clap revision with you. But let's do some clap revision with the Warriors. This is the segment we love to call where there's a will, there's a way. So, Will, good morning. And what do you got for us? All right, well, first up, we have... A very peculiar injury that is definitely affecting the first round of the playoffs, and that matchup is going to be Dallas versus Utah because Dallas's star Luka Doncic has a calf sprain, strain, excuse me, that will cause him to miss at least game one, but they are forecasting potentially longer into the series. Now, he has said that he wants to try to play at some point in round one if Dallas can make it a longer series. But realistically, what are his chances of playing? And some people are saying that he could be targeting game three, which is on Thursday, and that would be about one week of rest on this calf strain. You got to be careful with Luka Doncic. And the reason is we all have recent memory of Kevin Durant complaining about his calf and of Saluchus, which is a Yiddish term, 
he now had an Achilles tendon and goodbye. He's back better than ever, which is really amazing. But it began, if you remember, with complaining about a calf strain. So let's do some clap revision. Let's go to the anatomy of what's going on with a calf strain and how it relates to your Achilles tendon. Well, it's already getting warmer. But when a month ago, when it was still freezing cold, you could have worn a shirt. But that's not enough. You're freezing when you're getting into your car. So you got a choice. Do you wear a jacket or do you wear a vest? A vest has a zipper in the front, and it's got the right and the left, right? If you zipper one of those bubbly type of vests to wear on the outside of your shirt, that visual of a deeper shirt and on top of it, the two, the two sections of a vest is exactly what your calf muscle the deep T-shirt that you're wearing, not the vest, is the soleus muscle. This is a muscle, like your T-shirt, but it goes from the top of the shin bone, the tibia, tibia in the back of your leg, and comes down the back of your leg to form the tendon, the deep portion of the Achilles tendon. The vest, the, those two pieces of the vest, the right and left with the zipper goes in between of the vest, is the medial and lateral heads of your gastroc. Go ahead and grab the back of your calf right now and and make your foot go down like you're stepping on the gas. Plantar flex your, your ankle, and you'll feel the contraction of those two big vests, muscles, the medial and the lateral head of the gastroc. Well, just like the vest is right on top of the T-shirt, the gastroc muscle is right on top of the soleus, but here's the difference. The soleus muscle, the deeper muscle, goes from the back of the tibia to your Achilles tendon. But the, the vest, the, the, the gastroc muscles, they originate from the end of your thigh bone, your femur. They cross the back of your knee. When we tear, sprain, strain microscopic tears, the calf muscle, which is painful, and you can even get black and blue underneath your skin, it always, you never should say always in medicine, it, I'm here saying always, it always is the big toe side of the calf, the medial head of the gastroc. It is never the lateral side, ever, for all kinds of anatomic reasons. What does that mean? That means when you tear the muscle, the, the half of it is torn. The other half is still in place, working as a splint, an internal splint. So you have no fears at all of it continuing and, and completely tearing your calf muscle like an Achilles tendon. That's not going to happen. you got to rest it. It'll heal, and it'll get better, particularly in the weekend warrior. But trust me, because of the Kevin Durant story, that is why you better be careful with Luka Doncic. And it's for this simple reason. You and I are not, Will Orms, running up and down a basketball court playing against NBA players. You can play on the weekends. You can do your rec league. That ain't the NBA. And if you already have weakened the top portion of the Achilles tendon, if you will, even though it's not the tendon, it's the muscle belly, you can overload things, and you won't tear, tear the lateral side. Guess what the weak link will be? 
That's right. The blending of the soleus and the gastroc to form this cord, this rope called the Achilles tendon attaching to the calcaneus, the heel bone. So you better shut him down. Shut him down for until he's pain-free because you will light up a bigger problem. And that's the reason they got to be careful. So essentially, do you think it's a stretch for him to play on Thursday? It would be about a week of rest. No, it is a stretch. He yeah. could play. They better watch his minutes, and they better also quickly reevaluate how he's doing. And you can tell with Luca, he's one tough hombre. Mm-hmm. That guy ain't going to say he's like Kobe. He's not going to tell you he's still in pain. And you could do all the tests you want, but there is a very elegant test. It's simple. You squeeze it. And if he goes, he can't hide that, then he's still got a problem. Okay. Sounds good. Well, the next person actually disagrees with his doctors or the team <laughs> doctors versus his own doctors. And so I want to get a Is neutral... he Jewish? No, just kidding. <laughs> I want to get a neutral uh, third party in here, and that would be you as a doctor who is not working with either one of these uh uh, Luca right. or this next guy, and that's Zion Williamson. Right. So he had a foot injury, which uh, I've confirmed was a fifth metatarsal fracture, and he did receive an injection back in November. Now, he also had a little bit of a weight issue coming into this year, which I'm sure played some role in, in this healing process, but he is doing 360 dunks in practice. Mm-hmm. I mean, to a guy like me, he looks like he should be able to play tomorrow. If you can do a 360 dunk, might as well roll him out there. And the Pelicans just won yesterday against the Clippers, which was good for all of us to see. Yes. So they're in the playoffs. Is there a chance he comes back in the, in this playoffs? Uh, where where would you stand? So here, you ready for a clapper vision, Will Orms? Here we go. Water. What did uh, Bruce Lee say? Be like water. Although he had the R in the word water. I don't have the R in the word water. My water is W-A-T-A-H, water. But water is a liquid. You put it in the freezer after like 5, 10 minutes, maybe 20 minutes. It's not ice yet. It's slush, right? It's, it's not liquid anymore, but it's still liquid. It's not a solid of ice. You leave it in for an hour, you got an ice cube. The liquid became a semi-solid slush, and then it becomes ice, a solid. Look at that three phases of a transition. Well, when you break a bone, it bleeds. It's water. That bleed forms a blood clot. That's the slush. You then put collagen fibers around that blood clot. It's still still slushy-like. It ain't ice yet until it gets calcified by the osteoblasts. And the bone becomes bone again, better known as a healing callus. We can do x-rays. We can do CAT scans and tell how much of the slush has become ice. 20%, 50%. You, you can be pain-free and do a 360 dunk, Zion Williamson. If it's 10%, 20%, the slush is ice. But if the doctors are waiting for it to be 80, 90, 100% ice, then you got to sit tight because you are at risk for fracturing it again. There's something called a delayed union. There's also something called a malunion where the bone heals but in a crooked way. That's a malunion. It healed but not in the right angle or rotation or position. The bone will shorten and twist. 
but it's healed. But a delayed union means it's taking longer to be in the slush phase before it becomes ice. And you better tread lightly with this 280-pound, 6-foot-6. Speaking of refrigerators and freezers, that's what I think about when I see Zion Williamson. He looks like a refrigerator. And you better salute him because he's a general electric. No pun intended. Anyway, you, uh, you better sit tight. And the controversy is, is okay, how much bridging do you want to see on a CAT scan? And that's where the debate is. So they beat the Clippers without Zion Williamson. That's all I want to say. As they continue their run, I believe he will play. I don't know what game it's going to be. And again, as you said, I haven't seen his studies, but I would be extremely optimistic as a Pelicans fan. And they better patch it up with him because there ain't going to be another Zion Williamson coming along pretty soon. So you better make nice with their superstar. Indeed. So uh, another side question I have in relation to that quickly is how much of a role does his actual weight play into this? Because I got to imagine uh, he came into camp at 285 pounds. Now, the Pelicans want him to play lighter than that. They want him to be around 250. But, I mean, 285 pounds jumping out the gym like that, I have to imagine, uh, affects this quite a, quite a bit, right? It does. This is, not a lower, this is not a wrist fracture where it doesn't matter how much you weigh. This isn't a shoulder injury where it doesn't matter how much you weigh. This is all of that weight going into that one foot. And I will tell you, the way fractures heal, we've now learned biologically you actually need the bone to see some stress to inspire the cells to lay down the mineral. You need a little bit of it, but too much blocks it also. Too little is not enough. The bone won't heal. You actually need to get it to be stressed a little bit to get it to heal. But you're right. It's a weight-bearing joint, and a guy who's really carrying a lot of weight, absolutely you got to wait. And I don't blame them for sitting tight. You need more of that bone to bridge. Great. Let's take a break. Coming back. The lines are still lit up. I'm going to keep the clinic open. The number is 877-710-ESPN. Can't wait to talk to Dr. Paula Bernstein at 815. The creativity, that fertile ground that is the world of medicine and surgery. It led to Clapper Vision. It led to the TV show Quincy. And it led to Jurassic Park. It also led to Dr. Bernstein writing mystery novels. We'll get into it coming up next on the Weekend Warriors Show here on 710 ESPN. Hey, it's John Ireland. You know there is no better way to start your Saturday than with the man who replaced Michael Thompson's hip, Dr. Clapper and the Weekend Warrior Show, 7 to 9 a.m. Saturday mornings. Don't miss my show, Mason and Ireland, back Monday at 1, all here on 710 ESPN. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. At 42 years old, you know what your new nickname is for me? (laughs) Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. You're not Matthew from Santa Monica anymore. You're Mr. Preop. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. Dr. My Eyes. Remember what Dr. Ranawat taught me. The eyes don't see what the mind doesn't know. That's why you need the knowledge. You need the Weekend Warrior Show in your life. You need the Clapper Vision. Let's keep the clinic open because all the lines are lit up. Gene Crawford says every female listener that I speak to ain't listening during the week. They'll just listen on Saturday to the Weekend Warrior Show. Let's see if Gene Crawford's 
theory is correct. Yvette, you're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Good morning, Dr. Clapper. I am calling because... Yvette, i got to ask you a question. Do you listen during the week or you only listen on Saturday to the Weekend Warrior Show? I don't listen during the week. There you I go. Listen on the weekend when I can get up early. <laughs> Gene Crawford is right again. Miss you, Gene Crawford. How young are you, and what do you do for a living, Yvette? I work for the Department of Justice, and I am 56 years old. And where'd you grow up? High school? What your mom and dad do for a living? I grew up in Los Angeles. My dad worked for the Postal Service for 40 years. Wow. Um, bless his heart, he's passed now. And my mom is retired. She was secretary for um, uh, North Road Grummet, um, Boeing, different agencies, wow. doing her 30 years of administrative work. What high school did you go to? I went to University High School wow. in West L.A. Good for you. And how old are you again? I am 56 years old. Wow. You sound like a 30-year-old. God bless you. Good job, Yvette. And Thank you. Do you play sports? You go to the gym? How do you stay in shape? I do water aerobics now. I used to run track, um, but um, I stopped. That was when I was in high school years ago. Um, so I just stayed active, water aerobics, uh, walking. And recently, two years ago, I had a hip replacement because of ITP and taking the steroids either narrowed or dried up my blood vessels. Yep. So I had a hip replacement with Dr. Andrew Young. Mm-hmm. And... Um, now I'm calling about my niece. She plays sports basketball mm-hmm. for Long Beach Cal Poly, mm-hmm. and she came down off of a rebound the other, maybe in February, this has been February, we've been dealing with this, and they said she has a complete tear. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to get a second opinion, and I've been researching, and I wanted to find out what questions to ask the two doctors. I'm going to see Dr. Sapi with her, and then Dr. Milstein to find out exactly what kind of, if it's a complete tear and uh, what what that entails, because the other doctor didn't tell her if it's a tear one, tear two, tear three, and I'm just trying to find out how to approach it in the best manner for her. You're amazing. I wish I had an aunt like you. Wow, uh, that young lady is very lucky. There's a book I wrote with Lindy Yui called Heal Your Knees. You should get a copy. And okay. I'm not here to sell books, but you are smart and you need to read it. My okay. personal opinion, okay? Mm-hmm. The insurance company pays the surgeon the same amount whether they do an operation that's easier or harder. So why in the world would you do a harder operation on the patient or on yourself as the surgeon? In my opinion, because you need to do the best operation. And the best operation... And this is not just my opinion. This is based on statistics. Is if you use your own body part, not a cadaver, not other structures, the the gold standard. And if you want to talk about female athletes, Peekaboo Street, Lindsey Vaughn, look at them. But certainly you have, you don't have to look very far. Clay Thompson, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. We can go down the list. There is a difference in terms of overall result, particularly if your niece wants to continue to play basketball. If you're going to do the operation, you need to do it so that it doesn't need to be done again. And in right. my opinion, and again, you've got other surgeons out there, they'll give you their opinions. And, of course, I think they're wrong and I think I'm right. But And I'm glad that you're calling and I'm happy to help you with your niece if you want. But you should 
ask them, are you going to use your own patella tendon and listen to their answer? It's more work for the surgeon to use your own patella tendon. And in my opinion, that's the correct answer is what you should use. But you will hear different answers, and particularly from the, some of the po- folks that you just mentioned. They're entitled to their opinion. I'm not saying they're wrong, but if you ask me Dr. Clapper's okay. opinion, you should use your own patella tendon. Okay, patella tendon. And as far as great, you know, you're either pregnant or you're not pregnant. The idea that it's partially torn and it's a great... Now, your ACL is torn or it's not torn. And I think the most important thing that can happen in the exam is you make sure that they examine the other knee, the good knee. Why is that? And I tell my patients this. Because God made us different. Some people, when you feel their knee, there's a lot of movement. Their collagen has an elasticity to it, like a palm tree in the wind. That's just the way they're built. Mm -hmm. Some people, you feel their knee, they're like an oak tree in the wind. So there's a difference. You need to know what's normal for that person. Too often when you go visit the orthopedic surgeon, oh, you hurt yourself, and they just feel that part that's been injured. You, you learn a lot about that individual patient when you feel the good side. Because if you right away run and feel her knee, and she's a palm tree, you go, yep, it's unstable, it's loose, it's out. But in fact, if you feel the good knee, if it's moving very much, you'll say, hey, wait a minute, you're already a palm tree. You've got a lot of elasticity in your joints. So you need to get a baseline of what that person is. You need to take a good history. You need to do a good physical exam. You need to not let them inject you with, you know, cortisone and all kinds of stem cells, PRP, no needles going into her knee. And then you feel the bad one. And then you look at the studies. So go get your opinions. I'm not going to dissuade you. If you want me to get involved, again, not that like I need the patients, you can call my office. Ask for Arnie. I called your office, actually. You call um, my, you tell Arnie I said it's okay, and she can come see me sooner. Okay. All right? Yeah, you, win, you win the prize. You win the prize. You call on Monday. Tell Arnie I said it's okay, and she can come see me this week. All right? Okay. Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you for being such a good aunt. I really appreciate it. All right, let's thank squeeze you. in one more call. Who you want to go to? We've got Richard on the phone. Richard, you're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Good morning, Dr. Clapper. I talked to you a while ago, and Good. you asked me the craziest question. What was your first case about? And that's the one in New York City, and the guy urinated on the uh, on the middle line, the, the, uh, the rail. <laughs> Burning on urination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a good that one. That is crazy. I can't believe I told that on the radio, but that's okay. <laughs> good job. <laughs> How young yes, are you? Uh, what do you do for a living, Richard? I'm a, a gr- I, I'm an electrician. I work on the power line. No wonder you found that to be a funny joke. Of course. <laughs> a guy, you you're an electrician, electrician, and you love the story where a guy peed on the third rail of the subway and got electrocuted. Thank you. No wonder you love that story. <laughs> so what you do to yourself? I only have a couple of minutes. What's up? Yeah. Yeah, I was pulling on something out of my truck. I hit both elbows on my tailgate, pulling it out. Mm. And they both hurt after two weeks' time. Can you fu- All right, so elbows are interesting. Not only yeah. do you flex and extend your elbow, but your elbow is the key to rotating your wrist and hand. So opening a doorknob, pronation, supination. If you can, even though it hurts, fully 
flex and fully extend and fully go palms up and palms down, then you hurt yourself, you bruise yourself, I doubt you fractured something with that kind of a force. I mean, I don't have x-ray vision, but my advice to you is sit tight, use ice, you don't have to take medication for it, but if another couple of weeks goes by and it's not better, then yeah, then you should be examined, but I wouldn't overreact. I've been cold dipping with it as much as I can. Yeah. And some, yeah. Go get yourself a sleeve. Go to Big Five, you know, like a neoprene sleeve. Don't spend a lot of money. Maybe CVS. I have sleeve. Put the sleeve on. A lot of vitamin C in your diet. Give it another couple of weeks. If it's not better, that's a different story. But I I wouldn't overreact from what you're describing. Okay. Okay. You're the best. You are the best. All right. Thanks for calling. And thanks for being a loyal weekend warrior. Appreciate it. All right, warriors. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Coming up next, I'm going to tell some stories about the fertility of the world of medicine that I live in for 33 years as an orthopedic surgeon. How special it is to be a detective. Why are you limping? Is it your back? Is it your hip? Well, it's my hip. Well, where in your hip does it hurt? If it hurts in the groin, you got arthritis or a torn labrum. But if you say your hip hurts and you point to your buttock, guess what? Your hip pain is coming from your back. Every day, see 100 patients a week uh, for 33 years. I'm a detective. Well, how about when you really are a detective, where you really have to figure out a crime scene? It all is similar. And we're going to learn at 815 from the great Dr. Paula Bernstein. But coming up next, you're going to hear that world of medicine as a fertile ground for storytelling and creativity in the TV show Quincy and in the movie Jurassic Park. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN.